It is the Dynasty Podcast Rocket Live Panelcast Series, recorded live at Rocket Bar and Grill in Chicago. My name is Haima Black. I host this series every month at Rocket Bar and Grill with a podcast of the panel posting online at ChicagoVerseUnited.com. This month, the Critics' Choice Chicago Summer 2012 Rocket Live Panelcast, featuring Jessica Galliard of Red Eye, Veronica Murtaugh from Cream Team, Danny Deal, and Kid Color. Here's how that panel sounded. Welcome to Rocket Bar and Grill. My name is Haima Black. This is our third Dynasty Podcast panel cast event where we bring in Chicago music and media arts and industry folks for a live panel discussion. Tonight we have a very cool panel, Critics' Choice Chicago Summer 2012. We're going to be looking at the best of Chicago Summer 2012 this coming season, um, festivals, one-offs, all that kind of rad music stuff. And we have a very cool panel tonight. Joining us here at Rocket, uh, we have Jessica Galliard from The Red Eye joining us tonight. Veronica Murtaugh from Cream Team, Danny Deal, uh, renowned, renowned DJ, and Kid Color, also renowned DJ. Um, and I know I gave you guys a little bit of an intro, but why don't you go around, kind of like tell us who you are, what you do, expand a little bit on that. I'm Jessica Galliard. I manage social media for Red Eye, and I'm also on Red Eye's soundboard, quote-unquote. So I do um, music reviews and festival coverage, and I go to some concerts every now and then. So that's what I do. My name is Kyle Woods. I perform under the name Kid Color. I am currently a Smart Bar resident and hold a residency at the Whistler every month. I also work at Smart Bar as the assistant music director during the daytime, and... I am excited to be here. And you're a Lala Remix Throwdown judge. Oh, and I am a Lala Remix Throwdown judge. Yeah, you so are. So enter. Love Delta Spirit. <laughs> um, I'm Veronica Murtaugh. I run a blog called Cream Team. Um, been doing it for about five years now. Um, written for a bunch of other sites off and on. Former Lala Remix Throwdown judge. <laughs> and excited for the summer. I'm Danny Deal, DJ producer and i also run a blog um and yeah just been focusing on putting out my own music this year and it's been going great and all of you are folks who have been goodly enough to be on my podcast before so thank you so much for coming back and being part of this live event very much appreciated kind of thought we'd run down some of the big festivals that are happening here in chicago this summer feel free to throw in your thoughts maybe you have some thoughts on who you like that festival in general, and if you don't, no worries. Uh, let's start with Spring Awakening, which is not that far off. Coming what do you guys up. like there? What are your thoughts? Well, it's uh, it's the first year it's happening, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That seems to be the case with a lot of festivals though, yeah, a lot happening of festivals. <laughs> this year. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a big one. They're, they're, show, they're, they're promoting it as, what, the first all-electronic festival in Chicago, right? I think that's their thing. And yeah, I don't even know if that's... Is that accurate? I don't know, but... They but can, it doesn't matter. They can, they, I can roll with it. Sure. Cool. I think well of that scale, definitely. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I, I've never been to a fest at Soldier Field though, so. I want to know how much they had to pay and how kind of licensing <laughs> yeah. had to happen for that. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> Yeah. Uh, who are you guys liking on that bill, or or do you look at it and think like, oh my god, what were they thinking? Like, what are your thoughts on the lineup? No, I know exactly what they were thinking. It's. <laughs> it's it's all of the people that everyone's talking about right now. It's yeah. a very yeah. who's who lineup. Am I excited in particular about anybody? 
maybe not so much, but that's just because I go out a lot and I've seen a lot of these people before. But for people who are, are big EDM fans, I, I don't see how you could not buy a ticket to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally awesome. I I mean, I, I'm always a big fan of A-Track and I think yes. Diplo. Those guys are awesome. Uh-huh. Always good. And... um. I don't know. You got to represent Derek Carter, Green Velvet. Sure. Yeah, Man, those guys. Every time I see Every, Green Velvet, he's insane. It's amazing. It's it's insane. It's Did so you see good. him when he was at um, the park before. the other year when he played in the band shell? No, no but I saw no? him. At, didn't he play at North Coast? I didn't see him. I there. heard the North Coast set was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. It was, that was my first was and only time I've seen. Yeah, I heard it was, it was amazing. Incredible. I saw him actually break out the percolator last time. He did time. that too. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about Wavefront, which is kind of in a similar vein? Oh, so excited for Wavefront. And that's happening also very soon, and it's it's also kind of another like electronic like EDM loaded event. Yeah. Do you, a do we? And I'm not saying we don't. Do we need both Wavefront and Spring Awakening? Totally. I think they cater to completely different crowds, actually. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to Spring Awakening. It's a little bit. I, I've heard the term Chicago's Electric Daisy thrown around, and I, you know, <laughs> I think it's great. There's definitely going to have a great turnout. It's just a little bit too big and too hard. You know, there's not as much of. What I like about Wavefront is there is some of that sound, definitely, but there's also second-tier acts that are, you know, like Benoit and Sergio, like Art Department. They're a little bit more of, like, what you might go here at Smart Bar. And then there's a huge amount of locals, so... Yeah, there's a lot more variety on that one for me. Might be a little bit of an older crowd, I think, at Wavefront as well. And it's it's a... They made it pretty cheap. Yeah, I can't... Yeah, Yeah, totally. And on the beach? Yeah. You can't argue with on the beach. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, two of my favorite things in one. Dancing (laughs) on the beach. The only thing missing for Kid Color... Is pizza. And a cat cafe. And a cat cafe. cafe. (laughs) Pitchfork. Thoughts on Pitchfork this year? I think the lineup's really unique this year. It is. Really unique. I'm I'm into it. I don't... Eh. Really? Oh, I think I already. I think I already read your thoughts on it already. <laughs> yeah. what? I mean, yeah. what did you say? It's always my favorite festival. It's kind of. I like the location. I like that it doesn't get yeah. too crazy. I love. They have good food. I like the record and shopping fair they put on. I just. I just like the vibe of it versus like the bigness of Lollapalooza and some of these others. But I feel like this is the year that they kind of just started picking acts that are going around on all the other big festivals. Whereas I feel. Before, it was a little bit more catered to, yes, there were the big names, but there was a lot of more of the smaller names and the up-and-coming acts. And this year, it's like, I feel like I've seen 75% of the bands that are playing that I want to see already. I mean, I go, you know. There's yeah. That's how I feel about I see, a but. lot of festivals, though, every year, is that I feel like I see one lineup, and then I know what the lineup is going to be for everything else, you yeah. know? It's yeah. like, do I really need to see Pretty Lights headline one more festival? Maybe not. Yeah, I mean, there is kind of like, I think, a festival exhaust, and that's something I want to cover later in the podcast. Just kind of like the, you know, the fact that you see the same artists over and over in all these lineups. You look and, you know, you open Spin, and you see lineups at other festivals across the country, and it's, yeah, it's all the same thing. It's kind of like the Taco Bell menu. It's (laughs) like there's like 10 ingredients, there's like 10 acts, (laughs) and they just keep getting like rearranged into different like, I love that. <laughs> like, that was just poetry, what you just said. Awesome. Um, Lollapalooza, the kind of like big granddaddy of festivals here in Chicago right now. It, somehow it kind of became like the elder spokesman. And I don't think it's even been around in this incarnation for a decade yet. Yeah. But it's kind of like the, the old faithful now. What are you guys' thoughts on Lala? 
I think a lot of people when the lineup was first announced were feeling very meh about it because there weren't as many big name acts that they recognized, but they were trying to incorporate a lot of other artists that maybe weren't doing the festival circuit and maybe not rely on having the old standbys for the big stages and actually get some fresh blood in there. And there's yeah. some bands in there that I haven't seen in a really long time that I'm really stoked about, yeah. like White Rabbits. Like totally. I never get to see White Rabbits so and they're one of my favorite bands. Yeah. One of the I think the Lollapalooza lineup, especially Sunday at noon will be really good. <laughs> and that's when they're putting in the cat cafe. Yes, exactly. I can't I can't say anything else other than that. Yeah. That's going to be really good. And well, um but I do I do got to say that I was kind of really excited when the WikiLeaks came out and they said Beyonce was going to be on it. And I was kind of, uh, how was, rad would that have been? I'm, I'm, maybe I was maybe I had high hopes. I'm sorry. I thought, you know, like I'm I'm real I'm I, that was Missy. like Missy. Oh, and Missy too. And I, like, that would have been amazing. Mm. Mm. That Real been disappointed jam. about that. But other than that, the whole lineup is like we were talking earlier. Like, I mean, yeah. at the drive-in was one of the biggest bands in high school for me. It's like, like that was, as I stated. I'm sorry, I hate saying, like, oh, you know, but um, that was like the album that made me realize I was different in high school. So I'm super psyched to see that. I thought it would be the rat tail that helped you set up stand apart. <sighs> the rat tail just is something that we'll talk in. That's another podcast on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I I really personally like the Lala lineup, and I don't every year, but this year I'm really excited about like M83, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Rose, Afghan Wigs. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. gonna be awesome. And I'm like, those are th- like four bands I would pay money to see at a real venue, and you're throwing them on this festival. Versus like some years, it's like I've seen Atmosphere like six times without meaning to. I've seen Coheed and Cambria like ten times without meaning to. Blues Traveler, I think, has is contractually like obligated to be at Lollapalooza every year, all three days. You know, like it just kind of some years it feels like it's just the same thing over and over. So I like that they got some really different acts this year that I I'm a really big fan of on all levels. North Coast North Coast Music Festival, another one that's kind of been around for a couple of years now. Like thoughts on North Coast the lineup, what you like, what you don't like. I feel like we're not letting Jessica speak. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm listening. I'm learning a lot. You guys are teaching me a lot right now. (laughs) 12 p.m. Sunday. Yes. That's the only thing you can take away from this. I can't. I mean, I'm not saying anything's happening then. I'm just putting out the feelers. We're not saying that Kid Color will be the best act of Lollapalooza, but we're not not saying that. But, yeah. I, I thought the actual, but going back to North Coast, I I felt like that lineup, um, the first announcement was, I was actually really kind of into it. Like I I'm, was surprised because uh, North yeah. Coast is something that I've gone to the past two years to just have something to do. It's near me. It's not too expensive. Whatever. There's always a couple things, and I can also yeah. watch David Guetta ride his yeah. spaceship. <laughs> I get to but, finally. You know, it's just kind of like there's some things I like, and it's just yeah. go and see them, and then people watch. The people watching is oh amazing. Oh my god, the, the people watching. So, like, the, the vibe is just amazing there because no one really cares. There's a cares. lot of vibes. Yes. Like, Lots of totems. Really yeah. interesting this totems. This year when they announced it, I was like, wow, they've really kind of changed it up. You know? Yeah. A much, before it was sort of like there was the kind of jam bandy sound and then there was the electronic like dance tent. And this year there's some of both still and then there's a little bit more of like the new indie bands and sort of like some of the pitchfork audience. So I think they're really kind of filling in the gaps and making it accessible to more people. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I mean, last year I had a blast. It was my first year last year at uh, North coast. I wasn't able to make it out the year before that, but 
I got, I mean, they had such a good, you know, my whole thing is covering locals. They had such a strong local bill that year. You know, they had like Gemini Club and BBU and Perfect Kiss and, and Midnight Zeebo. Conspiracy and Zebo. And the Midnight Conspiracy set just like, just melted it, man. Like that was great. So I was really a big fan of how strong of a local showing they had last year at North Coast. I, I dig I that I think festival. that's something a lot of festivals need to really think about incorporating more are the locals. It's something that yeah. everybody wants is to see maybe a dedicated local stage. And I don't think we get enough of it. That was like Wavefront. Their last rollout of announcement was, was all the locals. locals. I, I was looking at that before I came to the city. And I was like, I do not recognize a 50% of these names. Yeah. And, it's and kind that of awesome. was cool. You know, like. If someone threw money at me, I would in his heartbeat do a local festival. Yeah. All local talent. Well, yeah. And then like the local fest is like a great place for bands to shine. Like, you know, what, like Wicker Park Fest just got announced, right? Mm-hmm. Well, sure. Yeah. And there's all like the street fests and stuff. And I'm. Definitely got those on the list to kind of like cover, but uh, kind of the last, I think, big one of the year. And there's lots of festivals, but in terms of like the really well-known ones, Riot Fest. Do you guys have any thoughts on Riot Fest this year? Because that's one I'm really looking forward to. That really feel that really fills a um, a need that everyone's been, you know, for on the festival circuit in the past couple of years. I know when Red Eye readers found out about it, they went completely batshit about yeah. it. Because they never get a chance to see all those bands in one place in Chicago. so. And I feel I like the rock scene has been overshadowed by like the EDM scene on the festival circuit, which is nothing wrong with that. I dig that music too, but in terms of like a straight-up raw rock festival, I think, yeah, Riot Fest really does kind and of And they have a carnival, role. right? Yeah, and they've got a carnival, and it's like in Humboldt Park this year. Just kind of crazy. You can see Iggy in the Stooges. Did you see him at and Lollapalooza? Jesus no, I missed him. Oh and my Jesus, God. yeah. When I saw him at Lollapalooza, he encouraged people to jump over the railing. Oh my so gosh. I climbed over with everybody else, and we all got up on stage. There were like That's 300 so awesome. of us on stage with him. It was yeah. nuts. He always puts on a good show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Rise Against is going to be there, which I know they're from Chicago and they play Chicago all the time, but I mean, I don't think Chicago ever gets tired of seeing Rise Against. No, not at all. You know? Those are kind of the big ones, your North Coast, your Lala's, you know, Pitchfork, all those. But there's obviously tons more that goes on in a Chicago summer than just those. There's all the Street Fest, Division, you know, Wicker Park Fest, all those. There's Taste of Chicago. Like, which of, you know, are there events like that that you guys dig? Are you, are you ever like, shit, every year I've got to go to Wicker Park Fest or I've got to go to, like, you know, Puerto Rican Weekend? <laughs> which is my favorite <laughs> like what are your thoughts on like kind of like the street fairs and that kind of you know street fest and stuff well I kind of every year I am less and less inclined to go to the street fest even though I like all the acts playing equally I, I think you just reach a point with the crowds and it just becomes a lot to deal with but you know what i Division, Wicker Park Fest, the Green Festival are all around me and always do a good job. I end up checking out some of them. But, you know, they usually, if you pay attention, you can go see those same bands that night. If there's someone you really want to see from out of town, go play at the Empty Bottle or something. So that's yeah. a, it's a good way to get to see a lot of touring bands um, cheaper if you go out to the festival or, you know, pay for a show if you don't want to deal with the crowd. Yeah, um, you can grab like a 
funnel cake and get drunk and watch fun or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I tend to like some of the smaller, little more experimental festivals that we get across the summer. Like two weekends ago was the Hozak Records Blackout Fest. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Punk label. They had Red Cross headline. You know, they did three nights. They did an art show. I only went to one night, but it was great. Gentleman Jesse played and it was at the empty bottle. So it was just like three nights actually i think it started like 4 p.m <laughs> rock and punk you know yeah and that was great and then neon marshmallow i've always enjoyed i think that might be a little closer to fall yeah but it's just kind of experimental experimental synth music like more composition based you know just sound art and that's at the empty bottle too and really cool i always hear good things about that one i've never been unfortunately I should go. I just like the name. (laughs) Yeah, it is the best name, I think, out of all of those. We've kind of run down the festivals. Well, let's kind of look at maybe the culture of live music in the city in Chicago with the festivals. Like, point blank, are there too many festivals in Chicago this year? I don't think so. I personally don't think so. I mean, Chicago's the kind of city where as soon as summer hits, we love to say fuck you to winter, you know, and we yeah. want to be outside all the time. And it seems like no matter how many festivals there are, there's enough people to populate it. I mean, we we love it. I mean, if there are two things that we love to do outdoors, it's eat food and listen to music. Yeah. If people are buying the tickets, why not? You know, if we're yeah. Well, not that seems to be the thought. Yeah. yeah. I'll agree with that. Yeah. But, you know, it does get a little overwhelming when you're looking at all the festivals. All of a sudden, there's three more. You want to go to a mall. It's like, oh, I need $300 a month to go to all these festivals, or I'm going to miss out on yeah. all my friends. So there is at some yeah. point a little bit of a, like, ah. Uh, well, I kind of like it because I feel like all the festivals this, like, summer are really putting a lot of eyes on Chicago that maybe, like, not saying, like, people, like, outside forgot or anything, but it is kind of, like, nice knowing that, like, a bunch of, like, people, respectable artists, will be coming through and performing in this city, you know? It's kind of like, I remember when I moved here in 2007, it was like a crazy wild time for just all kinds of music, and you know, I kind of like, I'm not saying it like went down, but I feel like like the festivals could be a good start to like maybe bringing that back up to where it used to be, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I I totally agree, and I think we've got a lot of stuff happening in Chicago right now that are making people realize that... Yes, we still are a major contender and contributing. And I yeah. mean, we have parties like Porn and Chicken. We have people like React that are really putting this city and the Midwest in general yeah, back totally. on the map as a place to watch. Yeah. yeah, React is just doing huge, huge stuff. I mean, every week I think they're announcing a new festival. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you know, what about looking at it kind of from the other side, like the venues in town or even just the casual music fan? Does Do the festivals hurt? the climate of live music in the fact that you're taking all these bands away from the smaller venues maybe and you've got these radius clauses like i wonder if who pays attention to the radius clauses well that's true you know and you can always perform under a different name but i just wonder if like before there were like five summer festivals in chicago if some of the venues like metro or or lincoln hall or shubas maybe had a a more packed schedule versus now over the summer you know well, working at a venue, I could say that it does affect the festivals do affect our booking, but I like to think that also means that like maybe you know you can kind of take more chances and be a little bit more creative on the bookings, you know, because even though even if you're not on a festival, does not not mean that you're not worthy enough to be able to play in front of like you know in our whole scene of music here. So I don't know, like I think the summer is a great time to even like 
break acts into the scene, if anything, because like majority of the time, everyone has a radius clause that they have to deal with. That makes, yeah. Right, and people love going to all the after parties. Yeah, and the after parties too. Great it's like, artists there yeah. that aren't playing at any of the festivals. I think that the summer, like one-off concert season in Chicago in the summer, has kind of been replaced by like the after party kind of yeah. Uh, yeah, environment. Yeah, there's you know? a lot of people, particularly once you get out of like the college age group, who have been there, done that, are sick of the festivals, who don't want to pay the ticket prices, but. So they just buy tickets to all the after shows during Lala, during Pitchfork, and still go see all the bands, you know, yeah. and the venues that they like to go to. So, And sometimes the after parties are actually more fun than the festivals. I, I feel like we've talked about that before. It's like half and half. Yeah. It's really yeah. hard to do both, <laughs> totally. though, to go to yeah. the festival and then yeah. go to... I did yeah. one one year, and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> yeah, I think I did that one year for Lala, and I just was like nonstop, like up at 9 a.m., out till like 5, and... And I was just like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I can go see these bands all the time. <laughs> Obviously, we've got two performing artists, DJs here, Kyle and Danny. So how does the festival season kind of affect you guys as performing artists? Because I know, Danny, you were at Lollapalooza last year. I know, Kyle, you're going to be at Lollapalooza this year. Does it make it more exciting when you know you've got festival gigs coming up? Or, you know, like, how do, how do you view that whole experience on the artist side? I love it. I, people really, there's a lot of respect that comes with being chosen to play Lollapalooza. And every time that I've done it, I've done it three times now, and it's every time just so much fun. I really, I plan more for that set than I do for anything else that I've ever done because I want to make sure it's perfect. And I want to make sure that I deliver the best that I possibly can. And I don't know, it's almost otherworldly. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I like it. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm very, I'm super, super honored to be part of the fest. I'm very excited, and I, and I, I mean, I'm happy that you're telling me that you're planning your set because I'm still like, I don't know what I'm really gonna play. I don't, <laughs> I, well, I mean, I didn't Kyle, just work it out on the train I, on the I'm, way to Grand I'm Park kind of, today. I'm of. kind of like at the point where I'm like, man, like hearing disco on that big system is gonna be really funny. So, yeah, should, <laughs> especially that early too. Yeah, That'd know, be awesome. So it should be fun. I mean, it's just like, um. I'm I'm very excited because I've been kind of like um, being very a little bit more selective on gigs now, if anything, because you know I I would like to make the Lollapalooza appearance be like somewhat of a big not not like a bigger thing, but I feel like I don't want to even oversaturate myself this summer yeah. with stuff as well because I would like to you know I mean I have like friends from California coming in to see it and stuff, so I would like to make it just all around a bit nice special performance. So. And what about on the media side? You know, Jessica and Veronica, you guys, and, and Danny, too. I mean, you're a blogger. You guys are always doing festival coverage, you know, whether beforehand, at the festival. You guys are on the media side. Like, how does the summer festival season, pretty much from South By until, like, CMJ, impact your coverage and your content? I get to interview a lot more people, yeah. which I love. I try to focus mostly now with the magazines I write for on interviewing and this is the time when I just get pitched every artist under the sun and I love it. Yeah. Um, I just got to interview Felix Cartel the other week and 
He was a blast. We talked about, you know, he's a Twitter account for his hair. I mean, he didn't start it, but like somebody made a Twitter account for his hair. Like there's a Skrillex hair account too. You know? Kid Colored, well, both of you guys need yeah, that. Yeah, you should have a hair account. I'll get on that. Kid Colored's got this awesome, huge coif. I'm so jealous of it. It's rad. And then Danny obviously has the iconic pink and black hair. Yeah, we should start hair accounts. <laughs> but I just love being able hair. to shoot the shit with artists that, that I look yeah. up to. And, get to know him as people it's just such a wild time yeah i mean i just like having a whole bucket of new shit to listen to for like an entire year i just i'm still running through south by southwest stuff and you know now we're getting ready for spring awakening stuff that a lot of artists are not familiar with so it's just there's always new shit to listen to all the time and get ready for and prepare for. I, I could think. see it being pretty crazy like this for the Red Eye, too, because you yeah. guys, I mean, are... I mean, like, you, yeah, the South by Southwest coverage yeah. you guys did either it's, both before and at the festival. That was, like, really extensive and really yeah. impressive. Thank you. And that was kind of like the first year really that you guys hard. had gone that route, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, it was an experience for sure. But you you but, really dove right in. Yeah, and that, and that was fun. It was nice to not know what you're doing, I think, because you... You have to figure it out immediately, and that's what I'm excited about with all the new festivals this summer. Is we have no idea what the hell to expect, and so and no one will, no one else will either. So everyone's in the same boat, I think, which will be fun. What are you guys doing? What does Red Eye have planned with like this many festivals this summer? Well, that's top secret, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. We just we just don't know what we're doing yet. Um, we're doing a lot more video coverage. We're going to be doing a lot more. Um, special sessions with the artists away from their sets and their stages. Yeah. So that'll be a lot more private, a little more intimate, and a little bit more special, I think. So we're experimenting a little bit. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, I think I've kind of gone the opposite of these guys since my site <laughs> is personal and it's I have a few contributors, but um, you know, I've, I've covered the festivals for outlets like Chicagoists and stuff in the past, but on my own site, you know, a couple years ago, I guess I figured after after a few years of chasing it, and it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard work. It's tiring. It's exhaustive. And it's fun. But, you know, after a few years of it, I just wanted to experience the music again, you know, and yeah. not have to think about what I was writing, what I was paying attention to, to just, to just go and be. So, you know, I did South by Southwest like that. I've done CMJ, and I did the festivals last summer. And, you know, I'm, I'm writing some previews right now highlighting Lala, my Lala artist um, with Do 312, but as far as like covering the festival during it or after, it's just I'm very hands-off. If I feel moved to write something, I do. Otherwise, I just tweet a lot. Well, and you've been <laughs> blogging for, for a good number of years. Now, how long years. Is, yeah, <laughs> which there are not as many blogs that have been around that long, you know, so... I feel like you've you've definitely put in your time with yeah. all of this. Totally. It's a you know, to keep doing it that long, I think I had to get to a point where it's like I have to make this fun again for me and that's just allowing it to be whatever I feel like when I feel like it. You I know? think you've also done a really good job of incorporating your personality into your blog, Thanks. if I could say so myself. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's also something that a lot of people need, strive to do. Thank and I think you. it's good. You know, it's interesting. People very much think of us as a Chicago blog, but don't you write guys are really strictly global. about Chicago music. Well, yeah. um, Blake and Megan, who write for me, cover Chicago hip-hop very yeah. well on the site. Yeah. So, you know, it's they highlight new artists. They keep on top of it. They'll write features. But as far as it being, like, a site that is focused on Chicago, it's really not. Yeah. And but I like being a part of Chicago. And you still have the number one blog title, I think, in Chicago, 
for a site that could either be a music blog or a porn site. And you, can, you can make that jump anytime. Totally. You ever just need to switch it up? I've made that mistake of typing in the .com and not the TV. I know. I get I know. emails like every couple of weeks with someone yeah. that just wanted to tell yeah. me. I'm yeah. like, it's not my fault. <laughs> so this is your music blog? Because I did not find the music content. Yeah. yeah. Also, I'd like to take a side note about blogs. Danny was actually the first person to ever blog about me. Now nice. To, really? Yes. You posted up an old mashup I did. No way. Yes. Which like mashup? To, oh, man. It's... um. I, it was. With, it was the one with Daft Punk. Was it was it? a Daft Punk and a spank rock one. Yep. Called Digital Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I first heard about you on, on uh, Kyle Stewart. Oh, Kyle blog. Stewart's like, blog, Hot Biscuits. Yeah, Hot Biscuits. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, but but she was. I mean, Kyle was like my friend, so he's you know. But, yeah. So. Here's my only complaint about the summer festival season this year in Chicago. Nobody has booked Carly Rae Jepsen. I know she was just at the Kiss FM event, but not any of the like the big Chicago Wait, festivals who? here. I'm sorry, Carly Rae Jepsen. Ah. Call me maybe. Oh, is she yeah. from here? Or? No, oh. but oh, if I had my way, she'd be headlining She's all three nights. She's probably playing at like all state this weekend, though. Dude, probably. if I had my way, Woodstock '99 would be happening every year. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> I'm just kidding. Talk about summer festivals, man. Yeah, just, there we I'm go. <laughs> Bring it back. Uh, you know, we've talked a lot about the summer festival yeah. season and and just kind of the music scene here in Chicago in the summer. But obviously, there's a lot more to do in the city besides just festivals and concerts. Like, what are some of the other parts of Chicago summer that you guys love, even just individually? Boat parties. I actually have never been on a boat party. I haven't either, but I went kayaking last weekend on, like, a tourist tour, and it was really fun. Ooh, like that. It was that. actually fun. We Rooftop parties, party house music, and barbecuing. Yeah. I really want to do a podcast on a boat, and I cannot find anyone with a boat. That's my goal for the summer is to do like a. It's like if you live in Chicago, you should deliberately make friends with somebody that owns a boat. Yeah, you have to have one friend. You have to have that friend in the pool. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. the trampoline, and now it's like you have to have a friend with a boat. Boat is a pool. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) but I also want them to have a boat. You should do a pod. You should do a live podcast on one of the architecture tours. That'd be rad. <laughs> and then I can cross it off my yeah. list. Just yeah. make sure Dave Matthews tour bus is on the on bridge. Yeah. Come on. I mean, uh, as much wah, as wah. just being Sorry. on the lakefront path is nice, whether you're running, biking. I mean, it kind of, you feel like if you're a local, it would get annoying. Yeah. But at some point, totally. after it's been cold for so long, you're, you don't care. And you're like, oh, oh, yeah. I'm yeah. going to go ride on this. I'm going to go jog on this oh, anyways. Yeah. You just want to be outside. Yeah. They have the free music Mondays thing. Oh, yeah, they do. Park, they do. But the yes. lineup did not look very good to me this yeah. year. Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like we got lucky this winter because it was not as brutal as some of the other winters not have been. Um, but I still, I I just love being outside yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. You know? I still love movies in the park, too. Movies in the park I've is never really done fun. that either. I should do that. That's fine. It's is less it? about the movie more about picnicking. Nice. You know? Yes. Does, does any of you guys want to do one of those things you always saw in cartoons where you, like, go to a fire hydrant and, like, I saw that the, the other day. I've always I wanted saw, to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I was, two days ago I was driving yeah. and I saw a bunch of kids playing in a busted open hydrant. Yeah, like, it is officially summer. I, I love it. I used to think that only worked in New York. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I know. Yeah, you it's get like, ticketed if you do it outside of Brooklyn. It's in, like, every Spike like, <laughs> movie. Yeah. Totally. Each of you guys have projects that you are always working hard on. You know, whether it's, it's, I said hard on, (laughs) whether it's like your journalism sites, your DJ stuff, what's coming up for each of you? Because I know that you guys always have really quality stuff happening. 
<laughs> Everyone's shaking their head. No, I don't. Okay. Um, well, I um, after after putting out some remixes, I'm finally putting out some original production, and I'm putting out my first two original EP, two song original EP out on this Spanish label called Nostrax, and that's coming out in a month. That's awesome. And um, I'm very excited for that. Kind of was really inspired by like a lot of the Matthew Deere and Shit Robot stuff. So I'm really looking forward to that. And um, honestly, just trying to move forward with production because I feel like a lot of that's what, you know, I mean, that's where that's where people will get the eyes on Chicago is with all the artists and the music. And that's something that I really need to kind of grab hold of and just kind of, you know, take to the next level. Yeah. So um, other than that, I'll be hanging out at Lollapalooza Sunday sometime. I don't know. Catch me there. So... <laughs> I have no plans right now for the vlog or anything related to it, and it feels great. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. You're doing it right, man. It's summer. Just enjoy yourself. Treat yourself. Right? Uh, I have my follow-up single to Diplo Hates You coming out in a few weeks. Yes. It's called called Pocket Porn? It's called Pocket Porn. And I've got a bunch of great remixers on board. Jay Trick from Australia and Darth Invader and Will Bailey and... Uh, we're going to be shooting the video at Soundbar in about a month for that. Um, so I'm really excited. Been, things have just been like popping lately. All the stuff with the video with Diplo Hates You. Yeah. Got some great write-ups from MTV. and So, yeah, I, I can't complain. Good deal, man. Um... Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the Lala Remix Throwdown. And the oh, yeah. Lala Remix Throwdown. Yeah. A judge at the Lala Remix Throwdown. Yeah. No, we're, we brought back Lollapalooza's remix competition. Uh, this is the third year that I'm heading it up, and we've streamlined the process. So we have one song for everybody to remix, and it's California by Delta Spirit, which is playing. They're playing at Lollapalooza this year, and uh, we have a great panel of judges, including what Kid up? Color yeah, and no. Will Runzel, who is now heading up React for the West Coast. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited. The winner will get to play at Lollapalooza, and they'll also get prizes from Dubspot Academy, Ableton, and Red Bull. So just visit do312.com slash remix, and everything is up there. I love it, man. Well, uh, Jessica Gallier, Kyle Woods, a.k.a. Kid Color, Veronica Murtaugh, and Danny Deal, thank you guys so much for coming out here to Rocket, being a part of this live panel, and, and sharing your thoughts about summer. I really genuinely appreciate you guys taking the time that is fantastic thank, thank you, so you for much. having us thank you, thank you. absolutely um this has been the rocket live panel cast series here at rocket bar and grill in downtown chicago i want to thank Layla i royale for running audio i want to thank tim toomey and billy deck for having us in their house for yet another month that's awesome of them my name is Haima black i host the dynasty podcast network at chicagoverseunited.com and we do this every month at Rocket Bar and Grill. Follow along at Dynasty Podcast for all the information on that. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the Dynasty Podcast Rocket Live Panelcast Series. Thanks to Jessica Galliard, Veronica Murtaugh, Danny Deal, and Kid Color for sitting in on this panel. Rocket Live is hosted at Rocket Bar and Grill in downtown Chicago with special thanks to Billy Deck and Tim Toomey. Rocket Live is engineered by Layla I. Royale. You can find past Dynasty podcasts at ChicagoVerseUnited.com and can follow the Dynasty Podcast Network through all social and digital media channels at DynastyPodcast.tumblr.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty Descent.